Hello, this is DJ Ocean Spray, and you're listening to an off-the-record podcast interview. So today, I wanted to talk about some Chapel Hill-based bands. Like most college towns, Chapel Hill has lots of bands formed by students, but this semester in particular, I have noticed that bands have kind of been forming out of control. Every week, it seems like there's a new band, and Snapchat stories are filled with people looking for drummers or singers. I think it's very interesting that these bands are appearing at such a rapid rate. And to explore this a little bit further, I have brought in a recently formed Chapel Hill band, Jugs. Can everyone go around and introduce themselves with their role in the band and their major? Uh, so I'm Carrington. Um, I am the lead singer of Jugs, and I am a chemistry major. Hi, I'm Malcolm. I am the bass player for Jugs, and I'm still trying to figure out my major. Hi, my name's Grant. I'm the lead guitarist for Jugs, and I'm a poli-sci major. Hi, my name's Malone. I'm the drummer for Jugs, and I'm a psych major. Hi, my name's Warner. I'm the rhythm guitarist for Jugs, and I'm a psych major. So, how did the band form? Okay, so, um, second semester last year, we, I met Warner, like, early last semester, or early first semester of our freshman year. Probably, like, October-ish. Yeah, yeah. October-ish. Um, and so, Warner mentioned something about, like, wanting to start a band, and I was like, dude, I've always wanted to have, like, a college band of some sort. Like, that would be so fun. That'd be the dream. And so then, um, after I had rushed St. Anthony Hall, at UNC, and um, I met Malone at a couple of the Rush events, mm -hmm. and Malone mentioned that he'd been playing drums for, like, so long, and, like... <laughs> it was like, like a year at that point. No, it was, like, I, I remember it being, like, impressive, and I was like, whoa, I need this guy to be in a band, and I was like, dude, do you want to start a band? Be so honest, and he was like, yeah. So it was, at, to start off the second semester, it was me, Warner, and Malone, and then we were nameless for a hot second, and it was like the end of second semester, and we had our first gig, and we had like two days to prepare for it. Mm -hmm. um, so we set up an entire set and practiced it in two days for the performance that we had, um, which was a crazy turnaround. Yeah. <laughs> Very bare bones, just yeah. just guitar and yeah. drums and vocals, no yeah. bass. No bass. Um, no lead guitar. No mic stands. Um. Like it was very, like suitcase <laughs> guitar set, like, or suitcase drum, drum kit. Set. It was I, like, very. I like switched to guitar at some point. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was it was a mess. But um, then this semester, I guess Malone found Grant. Yeah, he discovered me. Uh, yeah, my girlfriend's. <laughs> friend called her up and said to put me on the phone and uh it was grant and he just said hey i play guitar can we jam <laughs> and we jammed and that was pretty much it that's really cool yeah <laughs> and then and then well malcolm how did you come into the equation <laughs> uh i met uh grant through a mutual friend and then i just kind of came in the band they were looking for a bass player and i was like hey i play bass yeah. and i can play for y'all can you tell me how y'all ended on the name Jugs? So, I actually genuinely don't know how this name came up. <laughs> I can't even um, remember. We were, like, going through, like, random objects, I guess, or, like, random names that we thought would be silly. And there's another campus band at UNC called Brawless. Um, <laughs> and we thought it would be funny if we ever collabed that we would be Brawless Jugs. Um, <laughs> so that was, like, some of the inspiration, but also we just... 
No, no, we like it. I will take credit for the two G's part because I thought that would be like better for merch if we ever end up getting that. Oh yeah, and like turn them into eyes. Yeah, eyes. <laughs> for sure. So I know some of you mentioned that you have had experience with music before. Can you tell me more about that? Um. Yeah. I mean, I played music throughout like um, middle and high school in like going to school's orchestra. Um. My grandparents are very musical. My grandfathers are both in like five bands each like they're crazy but um I was also a choir kid growing up so <laughs> I'm a big singer but no like real live like singing for me personally like this this was like the first time I'd ever been like in front of a crowd and actually singing yeah I've been playing music pretty much my whole life I uh crossed a number of different instruments um the bass is actually the last instrument that I picked up um, I started in, in high school, but I've been playing guitar and I started on the mandolin actually. And that I've been I've been doing that for almost eight years now, maybe longer than that. But yeah, this is uh this has been nice. I, it's it's a different scene in Chapel Hill than what I'm used to and there's a lot of um people that love music there. So it's pretty great to to be a part of that. Yeah, um, in a casual sense, I've always played guitar, maybe for eight or nine years, and I played bass throughout uh, middle and high school, like stand-up, like orchestral bass. Um, but when I went to state last year, I was really inspired by like the college band scene. It was, like the shows were so much fun, and I realized I would have to practice a lot, work on my theory, and learn how to play with people instead of just like in a casual sense on my own. So that's kind of what I focused on this summer, and it just clicked really well. I got really lucky. But I've never done live performances, really, other than this. Yeah, I I didn't pick up guitar. Guitar was my first instrument. I didn't pick it up until I saw my brother playing in a band in high school, and that inspired me to get into music. And then after that, I picked up bass. And then drums... Uh, like Malcolm, drums was my last instrument I picked up, and it's the one I play. Um, but yeah, I just kind of got more and more into music the longer I played each instrument. And like now, I've, I, me and a buddy from Atlanta are released on Spotify, and I'm like getting into the production of it. So yeah. Yeah, I've been playing guitar since about, I think, my freshman year of high school, so about five years now. Um, I, this is like Carrington, this is my first time really performing for anybody, um, which I think it's been awesome to do. I think the mo from the moment I picked up guitar, I kind of knew I was like, I would love to be in a band. I would love to play music for other people. And I've been writing songs for as long as I can remember. Um, so potentially having the opportunity to play things that I've wrote for other people has been something super, super cool and an opportunity that I think is really, really awesome to be able to explore. I've heard that you guys have only really played covers so far. Do you plan on writing your own songs? Uh, no, go ahead. Uh, yeah, so we wanted to start out with covers just to get, our, to get the ball rolling in the music scene and just get our footing as a band together. And it's been great. We're thickening out our set list right now. But yeah, eventually, or soon, we do want to get into making original music. Warner and I actually have been starting to track songs just that the two of us have been working on. And, you know, we always have riffs that we come up with in practice that we flesh out. Um, 
but yeah, we are very interested in making our own music. So what are your favorite genres or musicians? Funny you ask that today because Spotify <laughs> Wrapped came out. Can um, we start Carrington or? Yeah. Um, so personally, my favorite artists of all time are the Avery Brothers. I love them. Um, been a really big fan of like folk, indie, um, that type of vibe. Granola music, if you will. Um, and I don't know. I, I really like how human their sound is. Um, it's really like made it, I think it's made it more comfortable for me performing in the sense that I don't have to sound perfect all the time and I can still sound human and it sounds good for people to listen to. So they're probably my biggest inspiration and my favorite band ever. <laughs> yeah, if I had to name one artist that's really inspired me and in my music, um, I think it has to be um, a singer-songwriter named Mac Ayers. Um, he's been number one on my Spotify rap for a, a bit now, but um, he listens to a lot of like neo-soul and, and jazz and uh, was really inspired by Stevie Wonder growing up, and that's someone who I also relate to. But going from that and writing his own songs, I really have just fallen in love with his sound and I aspire to try to write my own songs and sound like him. I think it's hard for me to pin down a singular artist, mm -hmm. but I really appreciate like indie alternative rock scenes and the sort of high reverb sounds of like surf rock. And some modern artists who I think do that really well are Peach Pit and Ashes to Amber. Um, as a guitar player, it's really cool to see like riffs that carry like the melody of a song like that catch your attention and hook you and that's kind of like what i aspire to be able to create in my own songwriting so those are the kind of artists i really like i like grant it's extremely hard for me to pin anything down i listen to like pretty much everything um like on the car ride over here like we shuffled through like some metal i listen to and like some shoegaze I listen to, and then like we just listen to some rock and indie stuff too. Um, some of my favorite bands are probably like Lowe's. I'm getting into Will Dorado. Um, other people are like Corey Wong and Wonder Horse, so it really just depends on my mood what I listen to. Yeah, I mean, kind of going off of that, same. Um, <laughs> it definitely depends on my mood, but I think the one thing that I really, really look for and like a favorite artist of mine is um, really good storytelling in their songwriting. And I think artists like Noah Kahn and Phoebe Bridgers do a great job of that. Um, and so, yeah, I mean, it, it definitely depends on my mood or my day, how it's been. Um, but I, I really, really look for good storytelling and songwriting. How has your own personal music taste influenced what you end up playing as a band? And do you think it, like, is very what you end up playing is very different from the stuff that you find yourself listening to by yourself especially considering the fact that you each have your own music tastes and preferences i think for me um i guess i kind of came into the band last um but i think that what i listen to is actually a lot different than what we play in this band and at first i was like 
mm, I don't know how I feel about like if this is the the kind of music that I want to be making and playing. Um, but I've really grown to love the indie rock sound that we have as a band. Um, and I've started listening to more of the songs that have kind of inspired our sound um, and like the artists that do so as well. So coming from that perspective of listening to a lot of different types of music than what we what we sound like as as a band Jugs, um, it's it's been pretty neat to kind of grow into that and appreciate what we're making. Yeah, I yeah no, like I li- I primarily listened to shoegaze before. You guys really put me on to a lot of cool indie stuff and more granola stuff. Um, but like we all kind of throw in our own little personal touch into our parts. And I think that makes our sound really cool. And I think that makes like our vibe with each other really cool on stage. Because, you know, it might not be a song we listen to personally on our own. But together, we kind of create something that we all like to hear. Yeah, I think it's really cool to broaden your own musical horizons through other people's tastes. And when you like take the time to learn an instrumental piece for a song really well, especially one that you would not have like listened to like on your own, it's... It's cool because you get you gain a better understanding and appreciation for it. Yeah, absolutely. And I think us being able to add our own little pizzazz of what we like and what we really, really care about musically into something that we'll make in the future is going to be something super, super unique for us. Um, and I'm really, really excited personally to see where that goes. Do you find that you come back to the same artists or songs in all of your shows? Or do you feel like you change it up a lot? So we have been, um, we've had two gigs so far, three gigs so far at Chapel Hill. Um, And so far, our main contenders for most repeated songs are Flip Turn. Uh, So August and Sad Disco by Flip Turn. And then we got some Peach Pit in there. We do love Peach Pit. Um, And then, of course, um, the Backseat Lovers, Mm -hmm. Kilby Girl, our encore always. Um, But... I don't know there's those are like the the main like flip turn peach pit and then that's i think that's the only two actually that we've had like yeah, consistently <laughs> repetitive songs yeah yeah i think something that is really important about like what songs we like to repeat is the kind of emotion that we get back from the audience when we play it because i mean there are songs that we picked up that were like oh it wasn't as the audience wasn't as receptive to it so that might change how we want how we feel about wanting to perform it again but then when we have a song that everyone is really into and dances and sings along to, it makes us so excited to play at a future gig. Like my favorite is Freaking Out the Neighborhood by Max Marco. And it's just like so exciting to see everyone get really happy when we play it. Yeah, I mean, at our last gig, we started playing that song and the crowd immediately started mosh pitting. And <laughs> it was ridiculous. Like somebody started crowd surfing. Um, and I was just dying laughing while I was, I was trying to play the song. Like it was, it was hilarious. And it's just, it's great to see that type of energy come from people who come to watch us play music. Yeah. Somebody like picked up a pumpkin and smashed it in front of me. And I was like, whoa, during, <laughs> that's great. During, during one of the songs, it was one of the end songs, but it was so funny. I was just like, oh my God, y'all, this is, <laughs> this is like a little scary. Like we're only playing indie music. All the other bands that were at this gig were also like, like, indie rock not even indie rock like oh, emo Mario punk Mario like Mario rock Shoegazy. like they were like yeah they were like very very like no they had a few shoegaze songs they were like they're like very like mosh pit vibe cover bands or like even just like bands bands in general like very mosh pitty and then we come in and we're like 
indie covers and then <laughs> and then they're still moshing to our set like it was so fun it was great i think part of that is from the audience at, at the shows we have like we do a lot of shows with other bands and they sometimes have different kind of sounds than us and that's kind of neat as an indie rock band um because a lot of people at like those those more metalhead shoegazy they listen to a lot more hardcore stuff and really love to move and being an indie band that maybe follows their set um it's there's so much energy from the audience and we we really just love that um but what also is pretty neat is there you know we also have some other shows where well people are only coming to see us and they kind of fit the vibe that we're we're going for and that just is also kind of nice mm-hmm. how has your concert no how have your concert experiences house show or otherwise influenced the way that you like to perform as a band well our first gig when it was just us three <laughs> there were a lot less people than the last couple ones so I don't, like we got into it but it was still just kind of like more mellow yeah i feel like but the last two house shows have been like it was crazy yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah um yeah. And I think like with the with the vibe that like the house shows have brought like it's more like intense in the sense that like you can really get into the music and like just like pour your heart out into it. Like if I'm not sweating after even if it's 40 degrees, like I don't want to be playing. Like mm-hmm. <laughs> that's how intense it is and that's how like energetic the crowd has been. It's been like the way that the way that I like sing things now, it's it's so that they're like they know what I'm singing. Like, they know the song. They know, like, that I'm into it. They know I'm, like, excited about it. And it just makes it, like, the energy, like, so electric. It's amazing. Yeah, for sure. And I think even my energy, and I'm I'm sure I can speak for all of us, our energy going into things has shifted, especially Carrington Malone and I, like, from the very first gig. I know we were so nervous. We had two days to prepare. Um, and it was just bare bones. Um but I think, like, we got a pretty good response, I'd say, from the small crowd that we played for for the first time. And then starting off this year when Grant and Malcolm came in and we had our first show, the response was something I'd never seen before to, like, anything that I've ever done for people. Um, and so I think, like, just seeing of such a vibe shift in my nervousness to now, I feel like I could go play in front of anybody. Um, the excitement is so there. And, like, it's just, it's unreal. What would you like to get out of the band or, like, gain from it personally? I mean, I personally have always wanted to have a college band. That was, like, the dream. Like, ever since I realized I could play music and, like, do stuff with it, I was like, oh, I want a college band. Um, I just think, like, this specifically, I don't know. Y'all are all, like, my friends. Aw. <laughs> <laughs> so sweet. But um, definitely, like, <laughs> definitely, like, the the like the vibe of having a set group of people that you can just like go to and you know that it's gonna like be fun every single time like it's just gonna be a fun time um but it's also a space where it's like if we have an issue we'll talk about it like if our like band is like I don't like this song and it's like well let's try this and I'm like okay fine like yeah let's work through it like let's workshop it um and I guess like in general um just like 
playing for more people. I think personally, like, it's a confidence thing. Like, I've never had the confidence to sing in front of a lot of people. But now being in a band where I'm singing in front of a lot of people, it's really, like, changed my view on, one, my voice, two, like, my ability to sing and perform. Um, it's also just, like, I want to I wanna produce originals. I feel like that'd be awesome and really, really fun because it's, like, all of our... Um, like I think Warner said earlier, like all of our unique aspects of um, the stuff that we listen to and the inspiration that we have combined into one thing. And I feel like that would be such a cool thing that would mesh so well. And I just, I really, I'm itching, I'm itching for the originals. <laughs> yeah, I think um, a big place that we could go is with the originals and and that's a big goal of ours. Um, but also just, you know, more... Um, more sounds you know we have we have a lot of different backgrounds and and things that we listen to but throwing in our own flavor and spice into songs that we're playing and adding new songs to our set lists and really delving into the music with different audiences it's it's a joy for us and we want to keep doing it i think i'm extraordinarily excited to continue um becoming a better musician with other people that are so dedicated to playing music um, and getting the opportunity to create music with other people is just like thrilling. But at the same time, I don't want to take for granted how awesome it's been to even just play for a college crowd. Like in that kind of reception to something that you're performing, that you spend so much time practicing and working for, it's super validating and it's something that I think I'm always going to like remember. Yeah, having our audience, the, the Jugheads, we kind of call them. <laughs> Having our audience react the way they do to stuff we play is just so incredible because there's been so many times where I've been like, I don't think this is going to work. There's like so much stuff that has to line up perfectly. I'm a little bit pessimistic about it. But yeah, it always comes showtime. Even if we mess up, like our audience, like even if they hear it, even if they don't, even if I miss something that I messed up, like, it's just the reception is always good and it brings so much energy and I'm so excited for originals. That is like my thing. I've been learning how to produce music and mix and master it in that entire field just so we can all just hit the ground running with it. Um, and I'm just beyond excited to get started. Yeah, I mean, that's the thing I'm most excited about. Again, I've been writing songs and lyrics for as long as I can remember. I mean, I remember showing my mom something I wrote when I was, like, nine. And it was terrible, of course. <laughs> it was nine. But <laughs> maybe I'll show you. But, um, like, I feel like my songwriting has evolved and the experiences that I go through really, really influence the way that I write. Um, and I'm just really, really excited to see how people will react to that. And I'm really excited to have everybody collaborate on projects. Like, it's it's... It's just something that I've never been a part of before, and I, I'm super, super passionate about music. I'm super, super passionate about songwriting, and I think being able to do original music um, is like the dream. It really is. So now that I know a little bit more about the band, I wanted to get into how you guys are hoping to fit into the local music scene at Chapel Hill, and the reason I had wanted to bring a UNC-based band um, in was because I've noticed that there's been quite an uptick in bands forming at UNC 
And I know bands like form often and stuff, but I have a lot of friends that go there and I have seen that like the Snapchat stories are filled with people looking for bass players and singers and stuff. Um, and so I was just wondering if like what made you guys form this band now? Like, was it just like convenience, like everything finally worked out or like what kind of pushed you guys to start? Yeah, I think that was like the main reason is just like we finally got like a good lead guitar and bassist that like really solidified the fact that like this could be possible and it could be something that we like could work on and have. Um, but within like the local Chapel Hill scene, um, just like being a band that like people enjoy and like if like I'm in St. Anthony Hall as well as Malone, we're both uh, siblings there <laughs> and having like that space it's like if y'all need somebody to perform like we're there like it's basically just like if anybody wants to like call us up and be like yo do you want this gig and we're like yeah for sure like most of our the gigs that we've had have not really and truly been paid I think there's one that was been paid but mm -hmm. like our gigs are just like if we want to play and if you want somebody to play live music like we'd be happy to um at least that's what I that's what I want to curate the vibe of this band to be like it's just like if you need somebody to play we got you. Come talk to us. So, yeah, I think the Chapel Hill music scene. I mean, I'm this is my first semester in Chapel Hill. Like, I'm I'm a baby there. You know what I'm saying? But I just this is my first semester, and I I kind of just came into the music scene wanting to play with new people, and and see what it was all about. And I think that Jugs has really, you know, everyone here in the band has really welcomed me, but. You, you mentioned bass players and how people always want bass players. And that's, I, I can attest to that. That's absolutely true. I mean, everyone wants a bass player um, because a lot of people have, you know, songs or ideas and, and guitar players that are, you know, they, the full band sound needs that lower end. And I think that um, it's just been a lot of fun to meet everyone here, but also um, with where we want to go. I mean, just keep playing our music and and making sure that you know Chapel Hill has has that has that solid music scene. Yeah, I mean, and I've seen. I feel like we've we're gonna start doing or our next couple of gigs at least are with um, other bands in Chapel Hill. Um, so it's not just us performing for a crowd of people. It's three or four different Chapel Hill bands playing. Um, and I, I know that our, our last gig was with a, a few different people. And I think that the the band scene in general, um, it's not, it's competitive, but it's also very, very supportive. Um, so I know that, like, we'll watch the other people who are playing at the same gig as us. And we'll cheer them on and we'll support them. Um, and they'll do the same for us. And it's very, like, it's a very loving and very supportive. But also it's it can be a very challenging environment as well, which I think is really cool. I think that um, maybe in comparison to NC State, when I got to Chapel Hill, I wasn't sure if the local band scene was as strong. And I came in without like an expectation. I just wanted to meet people and play music. So, I mean, it's so cool that I got to hit the ground running with like super dedicated, awesome people. But I think that people love live music at the end of the day, especially in college. It's so cool to see other people your age go up there and play songs that you like. So it's not really a surprise to me that in a vacuum, like plenty of bands are going to form. So what well-established local bands do you feel like you align with the most? Like think My Sister Mora, Juniper Street, 
Um, late notice. I feel like late notice is probably one that we we kind of found our sound from. Um, they play great music. Um, I had a couple of friends. I unfortunately couldn't go see them at Cat's Cradle um, about a month ago, but I had a few friends of mine go see them, and I know that their sound has changed um, quite a bit from when they started, um, but it still is so, so awesome, and I'm really, really sad to see that they're breaking up as a band, but um, I know that they have been super, super awesome, and I think that we've, um, we, we sound, I would say, similar. It's the it's it's a good question to ask because the bands we're playing with in our next two gigs, their sound is uh like Malcolm said, it's a bit more hardcore than our set. Um and yet like the people there and the like like I believe at our last gig they were the ones that like brought the energy a bit when we started playing. So like it's just cool to see that even though our sounds are very different, like Personality-wise and support-wise, we are all very aligned and very here for each other. Local band-wise, um, like Warner said, Late Notice is really awesome. Also, Harvey Street. I think it's so cool to see like the kind of choreography they do on stage, like the showmanship. That's something that I definitely want to do more of in our future shows is we get more and more confident and comfortable with everything we play. Um, it's so cool because it kind of feeds back into the audience. The audience loves it when you have like a back-and-forth rapport with them. So I love both those bands. So do you have a lot of friends who are also in bands or know a lot of people who are in college bands? Yes. <laughs> Short answer, yes. Um, uh, there are a good bit of people that, well, bluegrass bands. I know a lot of people in bluegrass involved in that um, with Chapel Hill just in general. But then, like, some people in bluegrass bands are also in other bands that, like, play gigs at houses and things of that nature. Um, so it's just like the music scene at Chapel Hill is like so crazy connected that it's just like you can be in like four different things at once and it still be like manageable and like just as fun as if you were in one like musical thing. Yeah. And I think that speaks to the collaborative nature of, of the scene in Chapel Hill. Like we have so many friends that are in other bands and we love having shows with multiple bands and it's just nice to have that supportive environment. Um, especially as a newer band, just trying to get into the scene um, with other bands that we can have shows with and learn from and also um, just have a good time with. I mean, I, I think that we've um, all found people in the music scene, um, even if they have different sounds, that we really enjoy spending time with. So your next show is going to be at quite a larger venue than your previous shows. Are you guys excited or nervous? Yes. yes. So it's yeah. a it's a um local five oh six on Franklin Street. Um and like it's like a ten dollar cover or something like that. Like that's crazy. that's crazy for us. Like <laughs> I've I got the like the text from um one of the other bands that was organizing it and they're like, Oh yeah, it's at local five oh six. I was like, Local five oh six? What? Like that is crazy. Like we're a brand new band considering the fact that we've only been here this semester. Like the fact that we're already at that level is wild to me like it's just so oh it's so cool and I'm so excited like I cannot mm -hmm. wait because it's not just going to be like the Chapel Hill students there it's like open to everybody like everybody can come so it's going to be like people in like the Chapel Hill community like state probably I don't know maybe um just like the general area of like anybody that can access lo the local 506 which is so cool yeah and I mean I'm so excited to see how the non-college audience reacts to the stuff that we play um, I think that'll be super cool. 
And I just, I remember getting the text from Carrington that, oh, our next gig is actually at Local 506. That's so awesome. I flipped out. <laughs> I thought it was so awesome. I ran around my house telling all my roommates. I was like, you're never going to guess what we're playing next. So I'm just, I'm so pumped, and I just can't wait. And just being on Franklin Street, too, like, that's, that's, that's where everything is in Chapel Hill. That's the strip. Like, that's, I mean, like, really, it's, it's, it's super exciting to know that we'll, we'll be playing at this gig here. And it's not just a, a house show deep in Chapel Hill or at a frat house. Like, this is a real, real venue. And I'm trying to convince my friends to pay the $10 cover <laughs> fee. It's a lot more expensive than our last shows. So, so where can people find you guys on social media? Um, at the band Jugs on Instagram. Mm -hmm. um, that is our Instagram handle. Okay. <laughs> Jugs with two Gs. Yes, two Gs. <laughs> and can you please uh, tell us the information for your upcoming shows? Yes, yeah, so we've got one December 2nd at 104 Carver Street in Chapel Hill. Um, $5 cover fee. Um, it's 8 p.m. is when our set list is, but it starts at 7 if you want to hear the other bands play. Which you should, because they're amazing yeah, yeah. and awesome. And then the next one is LDOC for us, December 6th at 7 p.m. Um, at the Local 506. Um, tickets are on sale on the Local 506 website. They're 10 bucks before and then 12 the day of. So, so you should get them now. And <laughs> uh, you should also um, just come out to see the other bands as well. You know, we're doing that gig with other bands too, so think, it'll be really fun. I think one of the bands that we're playing with... Um, it's actually like their debut in Chapel Hill, so. Oh yeah, Red yeah. Bull, yeah. Red, Red Bull. Bull. Red Bull is their debut in Chapel Hill, so. Yeah. Super excited to see what they bring to the, yeah. to the scene. Yeah. So. Shout out again to Jugs for coming into the station and answering my questions. Um, I hope this is giving everybody a little bit more insight into Chapel Hill's college bands. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Off the Record podcast. This is DJ Ocean Spray, and you're listening to WKNC 88.1 Raleigh.